Sing. Go. Pay. Shun. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Coming at you in the sing-songy voice here on a Friday in a snowy St. Louis. Yeah, well, we, we saw the singing from yesterday. That was, that was fun. That was fun. And so it's still on our minds. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, we have a question from a uh, listener. Yeah. And this is from Darren. This is two questions from a Darren. Not the same Darren. Not the same. How do Darren we know it's not the same one? That would be a, a horrible way of disguising it. Different like, last names that I'm not going to say on the air. No, we, we, we do not give out personal. It's against the You'll Hear privacy policy. Uh, so Darren asks, hey, I'd love to ask a question for the You'll Hear It podcast. I don't know why I had to read that sentence. <laughs> I had a piano teacher once who told me that to swing in your solos, apart from rhythm, you should also focus on accenting the offbeats, the end of your one and two and three counting. I try to listen for this in other piano soloing now, especially Peter's stuff on the lessons, but I definitely hear accents on some offbeats. It's more obvious when you slow it down, but there's more going on. It's not just accenting the offbeats. Right. More like a pattern of accents. By yes. comparison, when I transcribe some of the licks, they tend to come off sounding robotic. Can you talk about how accents of some notes create more swinging sound and like rhythmic phrasing or however you call it? We call it syncopation. We call it syncopation. And it's an important part of swing. Yes. It's a, it's a super important part of swing. And it is not the offbeats. It's not. I mean, that's that's a part of the kind of describing it. But if you stop just there, you'll get. Uh, and I guess he's calling the offbeats is what I would actually call the upbeats, right? Yeah. When I think of offbeats, I think of two and four exactly. in four four. Yeah. But but the upbeats are the and two and three and four and one yeah. and two. And yeah. And down. that doesn't sound swinging or syncopated. No, not because yeah. it's not. Yeah. Not because yeah. it's you. Because it's only the offbeats. It's only the. So up-beats. it's like one, two, three, four. If you only play the offbeats. One, two. It starts sounding like it's the downbeats, you know, even if there's something else going on. It's corny. Yeah, yeah. It's not swinging. Right. We just did a, uh, we recorded a course called Jazz Piano Jumpstart, which is going to be available in the next few weeks. It's for very beginning uh, jazz pianists. We talk about swing and we talk about syncopation. And one of the things we mentioned is the balance that syncopation is. It's a balance of, of downbeats and upbeats. Yeah. And so the first example we used is the Charleston rhythm. Yeah. Uh, Charleston, Charleston. Sorry, I'm still singing from yesterday. Dun, dun, right. Dun, so if we're here, one, two, three, four. Dun, uh, dun, uh, dun, uh, dun, uh. So that's a very. Well, so that's that's a syncopation of a Charleston phrase. 2.0. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> that that dun, uh, that downbeat, and then the upbeat on the end yeah. of two. That is syncopation. Inversely, uh, 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 uh. Yep. Uh, uh, same rhythm, but flipped to where the first beat that I, I sing is on the upbeat and the second beat is on the downbeat. Yep. That is syncopation in a nutshell. It is not just all upbeats or all downbeats. It's mixing them up. Yeah. And I think what happens is a lot of times classical musicians look at this because of like how the music is presented like in a jazzy way or whatever and, and focus in on the upbeats, like there being so many more of them and that kind of thing. But it's really this, like I, the way I like to think about it is um as rhythmic drama yeah. and and tension and release the same way we talk about uh, like what you just did with that basic charleston rhythm being the most basic example of syncopation the way a five chord dominant seven to a one chord the five has and this is overly simplified but it is an example of it at its basic level lowest common den- denominator the five chord is tense yeah. and then it resolves naturally down to the one chord exactly and so with this we've got boom bang 
bump. The actual resolution, the rhythmic tension is on the next one. I, know where you, I knew you where know, you're going you know with it. And I so agree with That's you. That's right. Because, I mean, it's, it's, all, it's always pattern-based. And the fun is when the pattern gets complicated and then it gets simple or whatever. Right. Just like with harmony. You so know? You, did that, you did that tag on the Charleston rhythm, which is a common thing, a common rhythmic phrase, which is dun, uh, three, four, dun, uh, dun, uh. Dun, 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 yeah. You know, you put this extra downbeat in there and it, yeah. all of a sudden it becomes a whole different thing. It's just a little bit more complicated manifestation of the syncopation, but it still has the tension and release. The, you know, and normally we're, we're talking about the upbeats, unless you really get into more complicated patterns, the upbeat being the more tense part of it. So like you starting that Charleston rhythm on something that's like a one chord, because if you just play the first one, it's like one, two, I'm going to speed it up a little bit. One, because we got to go to lunch in a minute. One, two, three, four, <laughs> bunt. Bump, bump. So I'm only playing the first one. So there's no tension there. That's just yeah. straight down the middle. But when you go bump, so now it's like you're kind of boom, you're in there, but it's going to resolve at the next measure. Bump, boom. Yeah. So a lot of people think, oh, the whole syncopation is just bump, bump. No, it's got to resolve some somewhere. Yeah. And and it, it, actually, I shouldn't say it has to resolve because that's another technique to like not have it resolve. There's different ways to do it, but There's, you have to understand what the pattern is. Surprise is an element in this, of yeah. course. Darren, an easy way to practice this is just practice starting and ending your phrases different ways, either mm -hmm. on the upbeat or on the downbeat. Yep. And mix it up. If you start a phrase on the downbeat, try to end it on the upbeat. If you start a phrase on the downbeat, try to end it on the downbeat and yep. do things in between that are surprising. Yep. And then really listening kind of as you're going. And I, I, I appreciate you, you know, looking at some of the transcribed lines I'm doing. I hope hopefully they sound good and syncopated and swinging. They are. If you find them and they are. <laughs> but you can like take one example from that because the next kind of level is still relatively simple, but you're thinking about um, what you're accenting. So, so here we're just playing those specific downbeats or upbeats. But if you're playing a, a 16th note line, stupid do be do be do bub. But it might be boo be do be do be do bub. So yeah. like what note are you going to accent? So the same way like you're saying end on a certain beat, totally. accent a certain beat, and then start to combine them together. Yeah, like combine the, the upbeats and the downbeats. Stuff like that. Yep. I got, yeah, a little triplet. I got, I got a little triplet coffee mouth. Going That's right. Today, yeah. But the thing about it too is like the Josh first thing. just kept flapping. <laughs> the the thing that no you sang, the first part you had do bit, you had do bit, do bit, do bit, do bit, So you did the opposite of, not the opposite of the Charleston rhythm, but it kind of flipped around and then you went upbeat and then you resolved it down the line. So a lot of times if you want to think about it, I mean, as much as you can try to kind of hear it, but if you want to look at the, the a chart or something, and, and I think we started playing around with this in some of the transcriptions in, in the jazz piano method, but putting the accents in, or at least thinking about maybe you can make a mark of where the accents are, yeah. that'll start to give you a clue too of like different ways. Cause there's really almost an infinite, like when you combine like breaks and different rhythms yeah. with where you're going to accent. This is rhythmic phrasing. It man. starts to get exponentially in, in your choice, and which it, is fun. It gets fun. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Darren, for the question. Yeah, if you man. have a question, go to you'll hear it.com. Leave your question in the YouTube comments. We got to get back in there, man. Well, now that we've we finally settled the the whole Corey Henry situation this week, I think I'm, I think the water is safe to go back in. I'm going in. I'm yeah. going in. And I don't even like it in the first place. And um, leave us a rating review. We haven't been harping on that enough, but we got okay. You mentioned one the other day, but we have a couple other reviews. Can I say them real quick? Do we have time, Andrew? We don't have time. Okay, well, this one's short. It just says so good. Five stars. You'll hear it.